0: What's up? What's up? It's your boy. K, still welcome to Words of Wisdom, and how is everybody doing on this beautiful Dizzy? You know what I'm saying? How's everybody doing? Um, Before I start off on what I really want to talk about, I always start this segment off of um, with being thankful for something. You know what I'm saying? I'm thankful for waking up on the right side of the bed this morning. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right mind, right faculties, all that kind of stuff, because this year has been something different, (laughs) something amazingly different. Uh, With all the different deaths and the sicknesses and the hornets and all these different things, I'm just grateful to wake up this morning healthy and in my right mind. And without further ado, let's go ahead and go into what I want to talk about. Yes, I'm in a goofy mood today. So let's talk about applying the 80-20 rule to everything. This is a chapter that I read in this book, that I have called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. It says, 21 great ways to stop procrastination and get more done in less time. Because I have been in the past such a procrastinator, this book seemed like it was staring at me as I slept. You hear me? So when I woke up and uh, I looked around and I seen this book and I seen the word procrastination, pop out at me it just made me think you know i got more work to do but i opened the book up and the first chapter i go to is applying the 80 20 rule and it says Johann wolfgang von Gogh. he said we always have um, time enough if we will but use it right in other words we all got the same 24 hours but it's what we do with those 24 hours um that's important you know what i'm saying and says, um, so the book talked about the 80-20 rule being the most important concept of all concepts of time and life management. And I think this is uh, so true. So in um, 1895, a guy by the name of uh, Vilfredo Pareto, he uh, was a founder of something called the Pareto Principle. And it talked about how our society naturally divided into 20%, which he coined uh, the top 20% would be uh, the vital few. And then the other 80% of the the natural society divide would be the uh, trivial many. So basically the majority of the people uh, think on a trivial level and then 20% of the people make up for the 80% trivial, right? And he so when he talked about it, he explained it was like 20% of your activities will account for 80% of your results. And uh, 20% of your customers will account for 80% of your sales. 20% of your products and services will account for 80% of your profits. And 20% of your value or your task will account for 80% of your value. So when I looked at this or, or read it, it helped me think about myself and what I can apply the 2082, right? Outside of time management and that kind of stuff, and I thought about when my boy W. A. Carter, um, he started to train me when it when it came to working out, and before I got in the gym, he was like Ken. It's a huge a huge percentage of getting to the gym and getting right was 80 percent, right? And it might be backwards for the gym per se, but he said 80 percent is diet and 20 percent is uh, working out. So what he had me do was he changed my, he had me change my whole diet. He sent me a menu, all that kind of stuff. And what I did was I started eating egg whites and I got, which I got to get back to a lot of the eating healthier, but you know, greens and uh, not so much protein powders, but he helped me change my whole diet. So within a couple of weeks, I started dropping weight and then I jumped into the gym. And I'm going to tell y'all, the first day back at the gym, I was a complete mess, a complete mess. I was all over the place. I was like, hey, give me a second. I had to run to the restroom and I don't have to go into details about that. It was coming up, you know, all the food. And so, you know, I still stuck it out for y'all who don't know. I'm a diehard. When we get in the gym, we just get into the gym. I don't care if the food come up or not. I get back at it uh, because I'm tough like that. Anyways, (laughs) but on some real talk, so 80% of what I needed to do was the diet and 20% was actually working out. In this deal, it talks about, um, there was another segment of this chapter said number of tasks versus the importance of tasks. And this is talking about quantity over quality, right? It said the average person usually... Um, will procrastinate when it comes to 10 to 20% of the most important, the vital things. And they'll go to the easy stuff first. So 80%, the trivial many, as they coined the phrase, will go to 80% of the easy stuff, the stuff that, that actually results in very little. And so that's something that I consider myself doing. So in other words, if I got 10 items on a list and I need to get some some things really done for that, right? I say, okay, out of all ten items, what's the easiest to knock out? But what he was saying is the the twenty percent, ten or twenty percent of the the vital few, right? Those individuals will pick the toughest things because the way they uh, uh, wrote it out, it said that those couple of items that you chose over the easy stuff, the important things, is worth five to ten times more than the trivial things. And so basically we just got to rethink how we're doing things. Right? So, um, let's, let's go to the next part. It says, focus on activities, not accomplishments. It says you often see people who appear to be busy all day long, but seem to accomplish very little. Is that you? You, the one listening, is that you? Um, for me, Uh, If I I just make it personal, I do my best to do the important stuff. Like I've learned over the years that I'll knock out the important things. If something is is, uh, trivial, I'll do my best to get to that, but I'll knock out the important things first. If I got to go take mom's grocery shopping or if I got to go and minister to somebody, that's a priority to me because of where my heart is for people. Um, Those are priorities, right? Um, so I'll take my priorities over the things that I want to do. Say I want to go and buy some shoes or something. Oh, that can be pushed off to another day if I don't have the time to do so. So for me, I'm going to pick the quality over the quantity each and every time. So focus on activities and not accomplishments. It says um, could make a real difference to their confidence and Uh This is most always because they are busy working on tasks that are low in value while they are procrastinating on the one or two activities that if they completed, they quickly will, um, could make a real difference. And so this book was talking about, um, I I hope I went all over the place. I was trying to read through the the small chapter and, um, it, it just talked about basically sometimes we are not focused on our activities. And uh, we're more focused on the attaboys, people patting us on the back. Oh, you accomplished that, cool. No, let's find out what that activity is, how important it is, and knock that out. Focus on that. Not be the jack of all trades and the master of none. Basically, that's all that's saying, right? And so, it says the most valuable tasks you can do each day are often the hardest and the most complex. And it says, but the payoff and the rewards for completing this task efficiently can be tremendous, or as we say in the hood, tremendo, you know what I'm saying? And so um, you must abundantly, let me see, refuse to work on tasks in the bottom 80% while you still have tasks in the top 20% to be done. Before you begin work, always ask yourself, is this task in the top 20% of my activities? or in the bottom 80%? Um, Let me say that again. Before you begin work, whatever that work is, entrepreneurial work, going to the city to work for the city, whatever your job is, post office, whatever, you got to ask yourself this, is this task in the top 20% of my activities or in the bottom 80%? So they got a rule here. It says, resist the temptation to clear up small things first. Ooh. That's for some of y'all in the back. I know whoever's listening, y'all probably got somebody ear hustling on this podcast right now. So that's for the person in the back. Resist the temptation to clear up small things first. And it says, remember, whatever you choose to do over and over eventually becomes a habit that is hard to break. So if you focus more on your priorities, first thing first, right? That'll be your way of thinking. You're creating new habit loops and your habit will be, I'm knocking out this priority first, and then um, there's some little things here and there. And it talks about motivating yourself. Listen, some of us we're waiting on other people to motivate us when we need to motivate ourselves. And that, listen, people, that gets you know we're fast. If you waiting on other people to motivate you, listen, they got they they plates full already. They don't need to come and try to motivate you to get you done. Now. I like to motivate people, but however, there are moments when I have to motivate my own self (laughs) in the midst of trying to motivate others. So that to me is part of a a daily thing where you got to motivate yourself. And for some people like myself and and many of you listening, you don't need somebody to come along and motivate you. You seeing, as I asked one of my little cousins the other day, the why. I was asking her, what's her why for writing? She want to write books and become a New York Times bestseller. I was asking her, what's her why? What is her why? So when I look at what I desire, what I want out of life for me and my children and future uh, future wife or whatever, I think uh, whenever she shows up in my life, you know what I'm talking about? So ladies, <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, uh, as far as whatever. So anyways, but because I know my why, I know that... I am, uh, I don't have somebody to come tell me to to be motivated. I motivate myself because of my why, right? So just think, it says, just thinking about starting and finishing an important task motivates you and helps you to overcome procrastination. Man, procrastination nowadays is like a disease and I don't want it. You hear me? Because it seems like it'll try to stick around forever and it'll eat away at your time. It'll eat away at your life. And um, and it's not worth it. At the end of the day, some of y'all need y'all know better. Quit procrastinating and get to work. You know what I'm saying? It says time management is really life management, personal management. It is really taking control of the self consequence. Um, or oh, excuse me, the sequence of events. Time management is having control over what to do next. And you always have free. You're always free to choose. The task that you want to do next. Your ability, next, your ability to choose between the important and the unimportant is the key determinant of your success in life and work. So, effective, productive people discipline themselves to start on the most important task um, that is before them. And last but not least, see, it's one thing, don't be jumping off of this podcast already. I see some of y'all like, man, this is going on past 13 minutes. Listen, I want to give y'all some nuggets real quick before y'all jump off. Listen, number one, it says, make a list. uh, There's one and two things that it talks about. It says, make a list of all your goals, activities, projects, and uh, responsibilities in your life today, which of them are, or could be in the top 10 to 20% of tasks that represent or could represent 80 or 90% of your results. Okay. Number two, resolve today that you are going to spend more and more of your time working in those few areas that can really make a difference in your life and career and less and less time on the lower value activities. And that right there is from chapter three. If y'all liked it, make sure y'all uh, don't forget to comment, um, on my social media platform, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, it's under, um, it's uh Facebook is uh Kendrick Still, like standing still. Uh like, you know, K still wears wisdom. So, you got Kendrick Still and then on Twitter same thing, Instagram is Creative Ambition C R E A T V A M B I T I O N and uh YouTube the same thing, Creative Ambition or Kendrick Still. And just look, this is from the book Eat That Frog. I suggest you go get it. This wasn't a book review. I just think number 3. All the chapters are amazing. But number three popped out for me because of the season I'm in. So it's your boy. Hopefully I wasn't rambling. Hopefully it wasn't too loud. You know what I'm saying? And too crazy. I know me. I can be a little goofy at times. Um, but I love and appreciate you y'all's support. And if you can, uh, donate. You know, I know if I'm not mistaken, there's a donate button. So I'm trying to, you know, make sure I do what I do. Uh, if y'all want to support your boy, support your boy. Um, outside of the listens. I don't know, five, ten bucks a month. However, you can afford, uh, it's always good with me. Holla at me. K steel. Words of wisdom. Peace out.